Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio on a Worship Wednesday. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. We will do it live, Bill. Absolutely. And let me say this real quick, Rob G. Alex. If I told you my cab ride from JFK to my hotel in Manhattan was almost the same price as my five-hour flight from Los Angeles to New York, is that not crazy? I am not surprised, Rob, but let me just ask, is it more or less than your average trip to Magic City? Uh it's less to Magic City. I mean, Magic, <laughs> Magic City cost me a little bit more. There you go. But but Rob G, my flight from LA to JFK, ninety nine dollars each wow. way. Wow, ninety nine dollars. How'd you do that? You got like some rewards points or something? No, like that? this was just because it's the middle of January. It was United Airlines. Uh, but my cab ride from JFK to Manhattan, seventy six dollars. Chris, I was saying my airfare was only ninety nine dollars each way, but my cab fare was seventy six dollars. No, I believe JFK it. Yeah. To the hotel. Well, Uber would have been maybe a little cheaper. It wasn't. I checked. And you know really? what? I was shocked. Uber was actually more than a cab from JFK. Uber was wow. $76 without tip. My cab was $76 with tip. So it was actually wow. cheaper. Wow. Yeah. So did you bring, uh, like, gear, clothing? Or you always bring clothing, but you don't bring underwear, right? Yeah, no, I have underwear that I'm leaving at the hotel when I leave. So you so. bought it when you got here? Yeah, no, I bought it. I I bought it uh, on sale in L.A. And I could take one bag on. The only time, Chris, I buy it elsewhere is when I can't bring a bag on. But I was able to bring one carry-on in my you backpack. You didn't fly Spirit, did you? No, no, United. Oh. <laughs> so I was able to get a bag on. If I flew Spirit. Not no disrespected. No, 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 but I'm just saying you're, you're right. <laughs> okay. All right. We are brought to you by AutoZone. They have the free services that you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations, folks, nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. All right. One of the big stories, Rob, and, and I think it'll be a big story all off season is what is going to happen in Seattle, right? I mean, we all, we've all we talked about it. Oh, does he go Russell Wilson? Is he out of there? Denver, New York, New Orleans, Pittsburgh. I mean, Cleveland as a pipe dream. All these scenarios. And Russ has continued to say publicly that he hopes to stay in Seattle. All right, and recently that's what he's been saying. Um, but Seahawks fans aren't convinced that that's what is going to happen. Uh, he did release a tweet. It was a photo of himself walking onto the field 
And the caption was, light at the end of the tunnel. I don't know what that means. You know, fans are speculating in Seattle. It's similar, they said, to the Tom Brady uh, tweet and photo when he left New England eventually well, remember they had a, right, a picture of him walking out of the stadium. And they were like, well, what does that mean? I was like, that's pretty obvious, isn't it? I thought it, <laughs> I thought it was. So anyway, Adam Schefter has said this. He, he said this last week. There is le- a league-wide feeling, Rob, according to sources, that Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson will not be together again next season, which obviously would represent the end of one of the most successful head coach quarterback duos in NFL history. So he's saying they're not – most likely Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are splitting up. The question is – which one, if either, stays in Seattle? So I'm going to ask you, Rob, pose the question to you. If you're running the Seahawks and you're going to keep either Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson, which one are you keeping? I think who has the most value is Russell Wilson, not uh, Pete Carroll. And if you're trying to rebuild your organization, to me, you could trade uh, – Russell Wilson and get two first-round picks. The Giants have two of them sitting there. They would love to upgrade. They need a quarterback desperately. Daniel Jones, I think we're – I'm good on him, Chris. I know you called him Danny Dimes. You still with – No, 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 I'm not calling him. Are you him. done with him? Okay, he's Danny Daniel Penny's, Jones to me. Yeah, okay. He's Daniel that, those, Jones, period. <laughs> those days are over, right. I mean, I, I – okay. Uh, I know it's hard. You think it's hard to get a quarterback. Um. You know, you hate to give up a, a, a guy who's won you a Super Bowl, went to super, two Super Bowls. But if you're going to make a move and you're really trying to turn the organization around, that's the only way. You could keep a good quarterback, but I just wonder how good they'll be in that division. Yes, they have a quarterback, but they need so many. They have more holes than a golf course. So they need draft picks. They need to make some moves they need to fill some things, and the quickest way to do that is by getting rid of, you know, getting rid of a quarterback or trading a quarterback and getting two first-round picks, and then you have yours, Chris. Right? They were out of the playoffs, so it'll be a decent pick. Right. So that's three picks right there that you could plug three big holes with guys. Russell Wilson's contract is so ridiculous; it takes up. Rob G, you got to give me the exact number but it takes up a big chunk of the salary cap so you can't maneuver with other things because of it. I'm not knocking him, and that's the way the game is laid out. And If you got to pay your guy, he's got to get a big percentage of the pie, but it handcuffs you when you, when you don't have um, younger guys who are stars. Like if you're Cincinnati and you got uh, Mixon and Chase Chris, they're not making any money, right? Right, right. And you right. got a quarterback in his He's third, second year. He's not making any money. Like, you can go. They got plenty of room to do something and make something happen before you have to pay those guys. They did that already in Seattle. Those days are over. So that's why I think I would trade Russell Wilson. I get it. Hard to get a, a quarterback. But I would get a stopgap stop measure, and I would try to do something like that. And let me give you – uh, he takes up Russell Wilson's cap number, Chris, is $37 million, and that takes up 17% of the salary cap. Well, it, you said it at the end, Rob. You said, I, I know it's hard to get a franchise quarterback. And that's my thing. 
And that's why I, it, it's not even close to me. I'm parting ways with Pete Carroll. Great job, Pete. You got us to two Super Bowls. You got us one win, you know, but we're moving on. If I got to choose between Russell freaking Wilson and Pete Carroll, give me Russell Wilson all day, every day. Pete Carroll was nothing special. He was at USC in college, but he was nothing special in the NFL before Russ came along. He had coached six seasons in the NFL, two winning seasons. He would have three franchises if it wasn't for Russ, but that's another question. Well, he got one with Russ, but, you know, but he, New York Jets, New England, Seattle, all those places he coached before Russ and had two winning seasons in six years. And I'm not trying to disparage him. I'm just saying it's not close which one I'm choosing because, Rob, as I said it, Seattle, their first franchise quarterback ever was Russell Wilson. Yeah, but they went, they went Super 30 Bowl some odd that. years. They did. And you, and you look, you can get there occasionally. Trent okay. Dilfer, right? Trent Dilfer wasn't any, you know, great quarterback. But they got there. They lost yeah, to Pittsburgh in this possible. In the, right. Okay. Right. But, but in general, Rob, you know this. And, and what you're trying to do, obviously, you want to win a Super Bowl, but you obviously, you also want sustained winning, right? You want to have a window. You, you want to have yes, a window. Yes. And, and, and That usually takes a great quarterback. Would you agree with that? I, I agree, but I just don't think that you're going to be able to get there. It's a catch-22. Your, your point is well taken, but I think I have a point from the standpoint of if you're handcuffed, even having a great quarterback doesn't mean you're going to get there. That's the that's the problem. See, I, I don't think their roster's as bad as, as everybody, a lot of people think. They were 12 and 4 last year. I'm not saying they don't have holes and they got some, they got to add some pieces. They got Bobby Wagner. They got uh, Jamal Adams, who I know everybody's down on all of a sudden, but he can still play football. You know, they got DK Metcalf. Yeah, Yeah, and Tyler Lockett. They got Chris Carson, who's been injured most of this year. And then Rashad Penny had a great year as a running back, averaged six yards a game. And and Rob, Rob. They we people forget Russ was injured for three games, like out completely, and then he came back early from the broken finger and wasn't himself for the first two or three games back from injury. They beat the 49ers twice. They beat Indianapolis. They also they lost to the Bears the, at home. Right. They did they beat Arizona. But they ended the season four and two, and Russell Wilson threw 15 touchdowns against three interceptions in his last, like, seven games. I mean, there is no way that I'm giving up Russell Wilson at this point because he's still in his prime. If he was 38, okay, we'll move. And he still could play, but, you know, we weren't really going anywhere. We can move on. He's 33. He might have six more really good years in him. Yeah, but when you look at that division – I, I don't see the I don't see you putting them over the Rams, the Cardinals, or even the 49ers moving forward. I really don't. I think that they're in a tough. They beat the spot. Niners twice this year. I got it, and 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 the, and the Niners beat the Rams twice, and yet the Rams won the division. I get it. All I'm saying is those three teams are going to be good. Would you say that for the next three or no, four years fair. as well? I, I, they will. I, I I'm think just the whole division. I see. I, do, I, I hear you. Right. It, it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, it's even better, obviously, this year than the AFC North. But it, it's the best division in football, and it's going to be that way because Stafford's not old, and that team is Right, he's going to be, be there for a couple of years. Even if right. they don't win this year, they're going to be around right. for at least two more years with Stafford. Oh, yeah. I agree. Oh, yeah. And, and Arizona, you got Kyler Murray, 
unless he, you know, he's had unless, trouble staying healthy. But right, you know. and without a collapse, Chris, where they were headed, I mean, let's just be honest. They, no, they looked. They great. had some impressive wins. They came in L.A. and won. Right, they, were, they won their first seven games. They won games where we were like, "Wow, we we didn't all the way buy in," but they had an impressive start. Right. Right. So it, I get you. It's a tough division, but I, I think you once you get that franchise quarterback, you keep him until he's no longer that guy. I think Russ is still that guy. I'd build around him and move off of Pete Carroll. But let's see what the listeners think. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. You heard Rob's take. You heard mine. He would just keep Pete Carroll over Russell Wilson. I would keep Russ over Pete. Your turn to weigh in. Which one would you keep in Seattle? 877-99 on Fox. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It's the I Couple on the Worship Wednesday coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And real credit card questions, folks, require real people. You know, guys and gals who understand your issues and work with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available 24-7 365, discover exceptionally common sense. 877-99 on Fox. If you run into Seattle Seahawks and you have to part ways with one of them, which one are you keeping? Russell Wilson, the quarterback, or Pete Carroll, the head coach? Your turn to weigh in. All right, let's kick it off with uh, DJ in Spokane, Washington. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, DJ? Hey, what's up, guys? Good talking to you, brothers. Yes, yep, sir. Too. Hey, I just want to let you guys know I listen to you guys every day, and I'm actually first-time caller. Man, we appreciate Man, you. Yes, don't make it the last. Sweet, sweet. All right, so first off, um, I've been watching the Seahawks since 2005, and they had Matt Hasselbeck, okay, when they lost to Pittsburgh. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. he doesn't know you. Are you calling him a franchise quarterback? No, but but that's who the quarterback. You just right, saying who right, the quarterback right. was. Right. Okay, go ahead. Okay. He was not a franchise. No. Right. Anyway, anyway, point B: Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson from this season, even the last season with Total Four, Pete Carroll has made some bonehead decisions with coaching and his draft picks. My personal decision. I go with Russell Wilson. Okay. All right. I got you. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Yep. Call what back about, sometime. Uh, Manuel in California, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up? Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Thank you, Great buddy. Great to have you. Yes. I'm, I'm going to put a petition and give you guys that extra hour and get those uh, <laughs> bacon guys out. 
Wow. What are you doing? Wow. You going to pay for that extra hour? Hey, hey, you got to pay us. Right. That extra hour costs money. That's right. We're open. We're listening. That's right. We'll put a petition. Let's get you guys that extra hour. Trust me. It's worth it. Thank you, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah. But let's go with uh, Pete Carroll's leg. Uh, Russell and his wife, they've been uh, talking about leaving uh, Seattle for the longest. I think it's time for them uh, to move on and let's part ways and let's get a new fresh quarterback. Maybe we can uh, start all over. We have the season. We just need a Kenny ticket from uh, Pitt. All right, All so right. You, you're willing to start over, start fresh. You might not be good for a year or two, Chris. It might not. You might be the Patriots. Uh, if you get that guy, Rob, if you get him, then I think you're in good shape. But that's it a ain't big no if. guarantee. Right. I get it. That's the only thing. Andy in Seattle, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what up, Andy? Guys? How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Great. Good, man. Good. Um. So I, I live in Seattle. Um, I'm a diehard Saints fan, and um, one of my good Saints. friends asked me, hey, would you trade Russell Wilson for Sean Payton? And it took me half a second to say, no way. And ha- uh, no way. I would never do that because the longevity of a coach's lifespan on a team is going to be a lot longer than a player's if they're good. Uh, even if it's a quarterback. So you're saying, I yeah, thought, you're uh, saying for the Saints, you would not. Right. If you could get Russell Wilson, you wouldn't do. But you're not up giving Sean up your Payton coach. For right. I would not give up Sean Payton for that. Here's well, here's what I'd say though. All right, because let's let's hold. And I know I get it. Coaches obviously have more longevity, but we we count Super Bowls for quarterbacks, do we not? And we, Rob, why it's got to be similar with coaches. And Sean Payton is a fantastic coach. I would actually love to see Russell Wilson playing for Sean Payton. I think he'd be great under Payton in New Orleans. But well, Sean Payton's see what got he the did one with, Super Bowl. Right, with Drew Brees, uh, Sean Payton. And he's a fantastic play caller too, Chris, so I yep. agree. But he's had, Rob, he had those three straight seven and nine seasons. Yep, there was you some bad I mean? years. Like, and a couple yeah. of playoff losses too where they couldn't get yep. stuff going. So, yep. Uh, let's go to Sergio in Seattle, man. Everybody in Seattle listening to the Odd Couple tonight. Yeah, they are. You're on Fox we love Sports Radio. Seattle. Is it raining Is it the in Emerald Seattle? City? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Emerald uh, City. The Emerald City, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm about an hour away, but hey, you know, we'll call it Seattle. Why not? Okay. Right, hey, Sergio, hey. is it raining up there? Let me just ask you that. Oh, well, yeah, we got some rain, bro. Okay. We got some rain. Okay. Hey, yeah, of course it's raining. Let, let, <laughs> me, let me tell you what, boys. I'm with Manny. We need to keep you guys off for another hour. What? We'll start a GoFundMe account, man. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I think. They're trying I, to kill us, Rob. Yeah. Four I hours think, a long show. I think Alex would put in the first amount of money. Well, no, Alex. I'll start the fun. <laughs> uh, uh, boys, first time caller, by the way. But, Thank you. But, you know, to be honest, fellas, you know, I've been a lifelong fan. You know, shoot, 30 years old now. Russ, love Pete. They've been great. But to be honest, it might be trapped. I blow things up and start you all mean- over again. All right, so you uh, getting so, rid of both of them? No, no, you got to get pick I, I, one. I think I think I think we keep Russ at least for another year until we get a better draft class because this draft class is terrible, obviously for quarterbacks. But right. we got to start thinking about the future, man. DK Metcalf's going to have to get paid here pretty soon, and Jordan Brooks had an awesome show out of a year. Uh, I think you know eventually. Uh, unfortunately, with the LOB leaving, Legion of Boom, 
Right. It's just, you know, a defense is what carried us to that Super Bowl, and we, we need to kind of go back to the fundamentals and start building a team, not necessarily having one player as our, oh. our go-to. I mean, Russ has been awesome, man. He's gotten us out of several situations. But, I mean, I say keep Russ this year, get rid uh, of Pete, because we I, need a new, new blood in there, man. All right, Sergio, one last question. When, yes, when Russ threw that pick uh, in the Super Bowl, did you yeah. kick your TV set in? Because I did. I, I wanted to <laughs> kick mine in. The couch, tell you that much. Am I right? Were you, were you not sick? Were you not? I, I, we had Marshawn Lynch there, man. Our, I know. Time, top three running back at the time. He had over 100-something yeah. yards in that game. He had just rushed. Right, Chris? 12 that yards a, to get to the one-yard line. Call. Yeah, that, it was that, ridiculous. That's man. one of the worst one calls in the top, history of football. Yeah, Period. Period. One of the worst calls in the history of football. Absolutely. Yes. And if All you right, remember listening to the announcers that night, they were like, hey, the Patriots got to let them score. That, right. That's what, right. That's what get they the ball said. Back. Yep. Yep. No doubt. All right. We got Eddie House, NBA champion, friend of the show, coming up in a moment. But first... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. When you hear the funky music, you know what that means. It means we got the NBA champion, the three-point sharpshooter, Fox Sports Radio analyst, friend of the show, our man, Eddie House. Eddie, what's up, brother? What's happening? Wonderful Wednesday. How y'all doing? We're doing great. We are great, great, man. We are great. Hey, let me say this real quick. Happy good news that the uh, Major League Baseball and the players, right, are meeting. Here we well, go. I was going to say, did, I was gonna say, is there something I didn't hear? I thought you were going to no, no, say no. they they agree. No, 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 no. But they finally get together. They you know that don't mean meetings. nothing. That, no, that don't no, mean but no, nah, but yeah, they, Eddie been they, through some of those NBA no, lockouts. I know, knows. but you know what? The only thing is, Eddie, throughout the lockouts, the history of lockouts never missed any time when it's a lockout. When players struck, we've missed time. Right. So right. I, and they got surprised. plenty of time. They though. got time to get a deal yeah. done. So all right. Yeah, they got. All right, Eddie, let's let's go to Memphis. And I'll admit, uh, and I said this on TV this morning, I, I was sleeping on the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, I, I figured they're a nice young team up and coming. You know, they'll fade down to the eighth or ninth seed as the as the season goes on. But I'm a believer. Now, I'm not ready to put them, you know, in the NBA Finals yet. But I'm a believer, and I think they're more than John Moran. Like, I think they play five-man basketball they're moving the ball. Players are moving. And we saw they went 11-2 and two without Ja. Do you believe in Memphis, and what do you think their ceiling is this year? I, I believe in Memphis as one of those teams that, is, are, that are young. They're exciting. They have a lot of energy. They play the right way. And then they have a dog, you know, a dog that has the ball in his hands the, the majority of the time, and he not only can make plays for himself, he also makes plays for others, and because he commands so much of the defense's attention, if you watched that game last night, how many lobs did right. they get? You know, just easy dunks at the rim because everybody's paying so much attention to him because he is that good. I think that well, what I believe is that this is a team that is going to continue to ascend, but they got, they, got a, they got a big, you know, a lot, a lot to get over. Um, right. You know, I, you look at you look at Golden State. That's a win. I, I think Golden State has has a young arch nemesis right now. You know, you put them out, 
you know, was able to in the playing game last year. Yep. Um, got him out of there. So and then feeling like, hey, we belong. Went and beat the Lakers. And I mean, they're on a hell of a run right now. So that's a beat team that Phoenix. you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, beat Phoenix. That's a team you're gonna have to deal with. But when it comes down to a seven game series, not just a one game playing. I think that's when the experience of a Golden State, a Phoenix, a U, even a Utah, a team like that can pretty much affect the outcome of that game is, is you know, the, the experience being there, doing that, and, and being in, having veterans on your team and not just young players because you, you even last night there was some possessions you look like, hey, why did you take that shot? But you're able to get away with it in the one game because you still was able to win. You know, if, if those things continue to happen in a seven-game series, you can find yourself on the short end of the stick. Hey, let's talk about Golden State. And Steph Curry, your greatest shooter of all time, is mired in a huge slump. And Chris brought up the uh, – Chris, what was the percentage of shoot shots now he's taking? Rob's, oh, yeah, like 13 of his 20 shots Shots a, game a night are, are now three. Yeah. And he's really struggling. What What's going on with Steph uh, and, and if – you know, obviously he has a resume that says he's just a slump and he can pull out of it. But if he's not shooting like he was, it's still it's going to be hard for Golden State. I mean, doesn't they need him to be the shooter that he has been? Don't they? Yeah, well, they, he he definitely. I mean, even if he's half of the shooter he has been, I think that is super serviceable for any team. I think anybody would take half of Steph Curry's shooting ability if you put that in in any person that's shooting these balls. There's a lot of guys just jacking threes now in this league um, that shouldn't be shooting them. So. With that being said, Clay coming back, you know, guys are just, you know, trying to get their rhythm. A couple of times last night, you seen Clay get a little frustrated, uh, feeling like he was right. open a couple of times. But I, I think that's all going to come together. They're well coached, real well ran organization. Draymond wasn't there last night as well. I think Draymond is the, is the biggest key for them. And you know, I was a guy that was like, man, I don't know, Draymond could probably be expendable. You know, this guy you could probably put up a trade, but I think he's actually the cog in that whole engine that makes it continue to go, especially with him coming in into this season in shape. I don't worry about Steph Curry getting out of no you we all go through little ruts where you have you're not shooting it as great. But when he is great, his greatest is greater than anybody else. So just just continue to watch. It's a long season and it's it's still it's, it's about halfway through and just, I feel that he's definitely gonna come out of it. The Warriors gonna be at the top and you know, they're going to be one of them teams that you're going to have to get through if you're trying to get to the, to the NBA Finals. I get it. But what about just the percentage of threes? Has he, has he fallen in love with it way too much? Is, is there too many threes? He's looking I, for you to rip, say something negative. I think, no, no, I know, what, I know what he's trying to do. I'm not falling for the bait, Robert, okay? I'm not falling for the bait. Hey, but no, what I'm saying is I think everybody's taking more threes than they have been. So if you look around the league, like, he's not the only guy that's taking too many threes that should be should, should maybe cater, uh, pull it back. But that's the one guy that you say, okay, i give you that. You can do it because you have a resume. There's guys out there that's jacking threes night in and night out that don't have that resume, but because of quote-unquote analytics saying, hey, the, the three is better than the two, guys right. are taking them. So he's the one guy that I would say I'm not worried about him. You know, you, we need to start looking around at these other guys that are jacking these threes up that's shooting in the 30s and, you know, that, that should not be taking them threes. Eddie, Chauncey Billis made a, a, a statement that raised a lot of eyebrows recently about Kyrie being the most skilled point guard ever. Uh, where are you at on that? 
I think I'm, I'm tr- I try to wrap my mind around it because so many point guards. I think Steve Nash, as a point guard, skill wise, right, dribble, pass, shoot. He's well. He's a guy. He that just didn't shoot three. a lot, but he was a great shooter. No. Yeah, he was efficient. You know, he was. I mean, I, I practiced against him day in uh, every day when I was here. I played against him. You know, throughout my career, he's a guy that knocked down the free throws, knocked down open threes, can make the mid range, can finish. Had all kind of different type of finishes, but also could pass the ball. So, I, I see what he he says. You know, what, where he was, what he was thinking. Like he can finish. I think he's probably one of the best finishers. Kyrie is at the point guard position. I don't know. Him and Rod Strickland, probably the two best finishers in traffic, okay, that I can remember in, in my history. Uh, I put Isaiah up there with them, but I, I, he's Isaiah, one of them for sure. Yeah, Isaiah, uh, I, I put Isaiah up there too, but I just, I, I see where Chauncey's going. I can't agree with him because I think there's a lot of skill that, I, again, to say he is the most skilled, he does have, a, he has a, he has a, a huge package, though. He does have right. a huge package. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes, you say something that you wish you could retract, but at the end of the day, you can't make an argument against it, you know, too much. You know, you can have a couple guys. He's in say, the hey, discussion. He right. he, exactly. He's in the discussion, and you guys can go back and forth about it. But he is m- one of the most skilled players that, that has been at that position. But to, uh, to say that he is the most, uh, I don't think so. Hey, real quick, you uh, mentioned Steve Nash, um, the 50-40-90 club. Only two players have been in that club multiple times. Steve Nash and Larry Bird. Who has more 50, 40, 90 uh, year seasons? Which guy? Between you those two? Between, yeah, yeah, I'm asking those, between, two? those two. Who had the most? I, I, would, say, I would have to go Steve. I, I was, oh, man. I'll go Steve Nash. All right. I would Chris. go Nash. I would go Nash. Larry Bird, Bird, Larry Bird did it twice. It doesn't. It hasn't happened that many times. They both did it twice, right? No, Steve Nash did it four times. Oh, Can you believe yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I said. Right. Yeah. He did it all. He did it a four bunch of times. times. He, he stayed. He stayed in that. That's yeah, why. Right. That's exactly why I, I brought him up when we. No, that's about why I looked most, at it right. Yeah, the most skilled point guard. That's why I, I threw him out there. People forget about how nasty he was. I mean, he had some amazing. His finishes wasn't above the rim. But off of one right, le- off the right leg, off the left leg, one leg, everything. I mean, left hand. I mean, I'm telling you, I dealt with it in practice. So the only way you could really stop him offensively is go to him defensively. And he wasn't no real super slouch on defense because he competed, you know. And right. he had decent size. So at the same time, you know, it, it sounds good when it was said, and that's somebody that's playing <laughs> right now. But in my book, I, you know, Steve Nash is probably one of the, one of the most, if not the most skilled in my book. All right, right. that's our man, Eddie House, the NBA champion. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Right on, man. You got to take care, man. Yep. Shop Talk is next. Keep it locked. Ah, a couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it's the iCouple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we are Brought to you by AutoZone, as always, because they've got the free services that you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done, folks, just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone, it's time for Shop Talk. 
ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody yeah. exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Now, it's Shop Talk. That's right. It is Shop Talk, the iCouple Fox Sports Radio. A segment we discuss, discuss something that happened outside of the world of sports. This week's story is a David Gascon special. You know, Gascon's Uh-oh. deep in the law enforcement his dad, one of the greats here in Southern California. Yes, big time. I'm sure he was not happy to hear about this one, though. <laughs> Two cops were fired this week from the LAPD Uh-oh. for failing to respond to a report of a robbery because they were playing Pokemon Go in Stop the streets it. Stop. and had spotted a rare Pokemon they wanted to catch called a Snorlax. It was a tough scene for everybody in law enforcement. <laughs> So what? What that is ridiculous? <laughs> it's kind of funny, but that's the, the equivalent of Joe Judge running quarterback yeah, sneak. Exactly. Third and nine, right? Third At least and nine. Those guys got fired. But here's the question: What <laughs> is your most memorable experience with law enforcement? Rob, we'll start you with want, you. you mine, mine, yeah, mine is bad. Uh, I think you. I know what you're gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at one point, I was doing a show in Detroit at night. And no, Chris, it wasn't the odd couple and we weren't doing the same stuff we're doing. I don't yeah. believe that. that not, show I know. I'm not, I, I, there was something on no. that show that we used. There was a Am trash right? talking Tuesday. Right. Right. There was, right. one, it was right. something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There was trash talking Tuesday. All right. But it was called Parker and the Man. I was a show and it used to be on 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. with Mark Wilson, my buddy. All right. And we got off at 1 o'clock in the morning. It was a late night sports show. Right. And um, I got stopped like in a three month period, maybe eight times. Think about that. You might wow. not get stopped eight times in your life. Right, right. And this was right. like three months. And it was late at night, and the cops would follow me like every night home. And I lived in a nice area, Bloomfield Hills of Michigan. That's like the big, you know, the, the best address. Right. right. And. They stopped me all those times, never gave me a ticket because I didn't do anything. They were mm. just on a fishing expedition to see, and right. they would stop me and ask me, uh, where are you coming from? Why are you in this area and stuff? And I used to say, uh, none of your business. You know, I would. I would be irate. What do you mean where am I going or whatever? Did I do right. something? Did right. I have a tail light out? Did I not make a signal? Am I speeding? They didn't have anything. They saw was a black it ever guy. the same guy? No, it was you know, different like cops. Eight times? Wow. Yeah, it was different cops, and they would harass me. And and you know, in my family, I got nothing but um, cops. My my brother's uh, retired, just retired from the FBI. Right. So I have respect for the law enforcement. I'm not one of those guys, but right. I was being harassed by the cops. So I yeah, I, that- I have a bad taste. I'm glad you told that story, though, because a lot of people who haven't had those experience, uh, particularly if they're not African-American, they don't they don't think that stuff really happens. Right. And so that that's a great prime example. But um, mine isn't bad. Um, I would say this was about, uh, I don't know, seven years ago. One of my daughters, when she was in her early teens, she lost her cell phone. Right. And you know how you can track them now. Right, you could so you could track where, where it was, right? So we tracked it, and we were able to kind of we were able to call it. We tracked it and called it to see who had the cell phone, and this guy answered, right? And he was probably in his mid to late twenties, and he we were like, "Hey, it's our cell phone. We lost it. Can you give it back?" He wanted two hundred dollars for it. 
What? Okay. So we called the South. And I live in a suburb, South Orange, you know, New right. Jersey. We called the local police and we basically set up a sting. <laughs> Where what? I no. met the dude. So you're I like, said, okay, all right, I'm going to pay you the dude. Right. right. So we met at a Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. Right? We met at a Dunkin' Donuts in South <laughs> Orange. And I tell him, so I go in and he, I see him in there. He describes what he looked like. So he came out, right? We're out in front of the Dunkin' Donuts. And my, on him? my daughter, my daughters and my wife are like in a car nearby watching, right, like with right. bated breath, like, oh, what's going on? So I say to him, Rob, before, right when we get out there, I'm, I'm like, yo, you really want to do this, man? Like, why don't he's like, pay what? You, I'm right? like, you really want me to give you $200 for this? He was like, look, man, just give me, just buy me a six pack and we good. I'll give you the phone. As soon as he said that, the cops swarmed. And it was, you know, like I said, they, they must not get much action where I live because it was like four cars. Wow. About what eight is- cops swarmed on it. And I felt bad. I was like, I told you, man, why you do, you know? And he, he was like, so I went to the cop. I went to the station afterwards. I was like, look, man, I don't want to press, press charges. Charge, right. Yeah, I mean, look, just put a scare in the dude. You know, hopefully this will wake him up, but I don't want to, you know, I don't and, want this dude's life ruined because and, and then he and then on the way out he called Chris, he said, Thanks, Judas. Double Judas. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was and my daughter was like, Oh, I she was telling her friends, I got a story to tell. My dad was in a sting. My dad was wow. in a sting. So Look yeah, at you. Was, I, I felt like Beretta or something, you know. You remember Beretta, Rob. <laughs>